the gloves on folks we're going to talk a bit of boxing over the next uh, 15 minutes or, or or maybe longer depending how we go we'll keep you uh, abreast of what's happening on the mountain as well Shane Van Gisbergen by the way he's now uh, the outright leader and has a 16 second break on Jamie Winkup in second so Van Gisbergen first Winkup second and uh, they are through 59 of 161 laps. All right, back to the ring we go. And uh, this time last week, my God, was it this time last weekend or the weekend before? My God, it's gone fast, hasn't it? Um, but recently, uh, we had our own George Cambosis Jr. He became the first Aussie to claim all three belts in a single fight. It was an epic split decision victory over previously unbeaten American superstar Teofimo Lopez in New York. So he became the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. It was a victory I described before, as I said, by Johnny Lewis as, well, the greatest achievement ever by an Australian fighter. And as I said before earlier, when Johnny Lewis says that, you've got to sit up and listen. That really is quite a wrap. Today in Vegas, there is another lightweight fight in the lightweight division. And I think I'm right in saying the winner of this fight could well earn the right to challenge Ferocious George Cambosis. It can be quite confusing for those outside the boxing fraternity with so many uh, belts on offer, uh, an alphabet soup, they call it. So I thought I'd get a couple of blokes that know more than I do about the fight game on the line. One of them is Billy Dibb, and he is a former world champion himself. Billy Dibb, welcome to you. Thank you for having me, mate. That's in the blue corner. In the red corner, he is the host and the founder of the Rock uh, podcast called Rocked. This Mark is Rocked. Mark Warren, welcome to you. With JJ Rocker from Sydney City, Toyota and Lexus. <laughs> uh, there's the plug. Hey, hey, hang on, hang on. Before mm. we move into boxing, mm. do you ever remember Dad taking us around Bathurst in the former silver two-tone Fairlane? I thought it was... one under the bonnet. I thought it was a Moffat RX-7. <laughs> nah, you have one of those. Do you remember that? Yep, I do. <laughs> It was a Tyne and Motors back when they were doing the Golden Volvo yeah. prior to the year. I remember tearing yeah. down the tearing down the, the road, 140 <laughs> clicks an hour down to Old Bar. Oh, the first, get... first of the, the mm. first of the rotary motors. That's it. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, uh, motorsport. Billy, are you a rev head or just boxing? Mate, I, I don't mind it. A nice car. I don't mind a nice car. I own a Chevy Impala myself. Oh, a 1964 model. So. I don't mind the actual, uh, you there know, the old go. cars. They're nice. That'd be uh, that'd be worth a bit now, wouldn't it? Chris, yeah, Chevy Impala. Before Chevy Impala. Okay. All right. Chris. Yes. He's also he's also a co-owner in a place called Fine Shine at Zetland. Okay. Ah. The Yamaha bids love their cars, brother. Uh, give it a plug, <laughs> Billy. Fine Shine Zetland, <laughs> huh? Didn't know. Exactly, mate. All right, exactly. right. We're going to talk a fair bit of boxing now, guys, and and there's no great rush. We're here for a while, and uh, there's a, there's a fair bit going on. I think our listeners would like to know, and, and me as well, and Billy, you can clear this up or Mark in a moment, just about George Cambosis and and where he is at now. Before we and yeah, you know, and what what is around the corner for him, and also this WBC other belt that that he's up for grabs. Um, this afternoon. Before we talk about that, though, Mark, if I can just ask you, last night there were quite a few fights. What's that? The DNL promotion in Brisbane last night. Tavita Pangai Jr. Uh, he had a win, uh, but more importantly, um, a bloke you've been following for a while too. He's he's now unbeaten. Is Jai Apatea? 
Yeah, and it's the first time the Southpaw, I nicknamed him Hashtag the Southpaw after the movie came out. And Jai, sponsored from day one by a very good friend of our family, Griffin um, from Griffin Air. And Jai, uh, trained by his father, Taps, uh, he got the win over David Ru- Daniel Russell, who took the fight on short notice. Uh, he put him down three or four times, and they, they stopped it. They stopped it in round three. Referee made a, a good decision there. My, a good friend of mine, Chrissy Condon, out of Townsville, and they stopped the fight. Jai Apatea, Billy, he's staring down the world, but I will say very respectfully, if you're going to do it at that level, he needs to spend more time in the States, and we talked about that in a lot more detail earlier this morning. Would you agree? Yeah, look, definitely. In, in order to uh, progress, in order to uh, you know face the uh, high-caliber opposition, you need to be out there and working with these guys. So, you know, on a, you know, as you said, respectfully, to Jai, he's done very, very well to get to this point. But World Championship is another another step up. So, you know, and obviously now he's in position to fight for the IBF. I think it is cruiserweight world title. So, is, is it the cruiserweight world title? Am I wrong saying that? You know, so, it's, you know, obviously, it's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's a big step up, but we'll see, we'll see how he goes. You know, with George winning this uh, undisputed championship, I think he's given a lot of Australian fighters, uh, um, you know, hope. So mm. let's see what um, uh, Joy can do. One of those fighters, Billy Dibb, again, uh, rising Aussie boxing star Isaac Hardman. Um, where is he up to here? He scored a fourth-round win over Adam Stowe. you got the kids again on your lap there, Billy. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Where are we up to with I Isaac Hardman? What's next for him? Are you asking me or are you asking Mark? I was asking you, Billy. Don't worry about Mark. He's... Okay, then. Okay, okay. Well, look, Isaac Hardman, next up for him is uh, Michael Zarafa. So it's a big, uh, obviously, another big fight in Australian boxing. And, um, uh, you know, I think uh, it's going to definitely be a good scrap. you got two guys who are very determined to knock each other's heads off. So, uh I think it's just going to make for a very, very good scrap. What do you reckon, Mark? Yeah, I, I see Zarafa is already on box rec, and I see a date already slated, and he was more than animated when interviewed by the Hornet Jeff Horn post-fight uh, in Brisbane. He said, I, I'm going to do it for a lot of people, including yourself, to Jeff Horn. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to split um, Michael Zarafa. I don't know about that. Uh, he's relatively new to the boxing game. He's making noise. He's he's got the he's got the show going. He talks a good game. He walks a good game. Michael's a rapper to me though, Billy. Before I wrap a couple of these these other fighters up, uh, Michael's a rapper, experience and talent. I think it's a very dangerous fight. I think it's a a fight that the pretty boy Michael's a rapper, the Victorian wins. I I believe so. I believe so. You know, I think experience plays a big factor here, and I, and I feel that Michael has got great experience in the ring. He's been in with some great fighters, and I definitely feel that that would shine on the night. Mm. What else, Mark, came out of last night? Yeah, look, Miles Zalewski has been talked about forever at Super Featherweight. I called one of his fights early on a Channel 9 footy show fight night, and that night he was very heavily favoured. He ran into an Irishman by the name of Dara Foley who iced him in about 90 seconds as I was trying to set up the fight. Well, last night, in the 10th round, he fought a little Koori kid, or actually a Murray kid, uh, Dana Coolwell. And I said to Billy earlier this morning, this kid moved a little bit like Billy did. He changed angles. He used his opponent's weight against him. And then in the 10th round, it'll go down as candidate for knockout of the year. The shortest, sharpest left hook you've ever seen. So Dana Coolwell, 22 years of age, uh, a Queenslander, uh, stops Miles Zalewski, the very heavily touted Miles Zalewski, in the 10th round. In the other fight there, 
the bigger fight was Lucas Brown and uh, Opalu. Look, Lucas Brown fighting for a career. Lucas Brown fighting for a payday. Let's let's, let's call it what it is. There was a vacant WBA Oceania heavyweight title. I think I heard Jeffrey, or I call four-time. It's really not a belt uh, to be recognised as such. But, um, and, and for the record, Opalu, I think with a little bit more hard work, maybe some road work, would have done the job last night. But, you know, Lucas Brown, he got him late in, in round seven. Uh, Opalu was gassed, and Brown takes a victory after that big loss at the hands of the G-Train. Mm. There was another fight, Tavita Pangai Jr. I don't know if you caught any of that, yeah. uh, fella. Yeah, uh, no, um, it, it, his opponent needs a bit of work, though, I thought, a bit of conditioning. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he, he moves well. Um, the big thing to come out of that, though, looking at Twitter this morning uh, and last week, because Gus said his next fight is against him. So Gus wants to, to test uh, Tavita Pengai Jr. out when they meet at training. I don't know if Gus is real keen on him doing too much more of the pugilism uh, whilst at the dogs, perhaps. Mm. Let's talk about George Cambosis Jr. Fellas, um, Billy Dibb and Mark Warren uh, are on the lines joining us here on Sports Central. Um, people have said, uh, Billy, firstly to you, maybe that George Cambosis Jr., um, he wasn't getting the publicity that he should have been getting. And that is, that is fair to say, is it not? But he certainly, his name is, is now up in lights worldwide. Definitely. Look, I, I think because uh, George decided to go the American route, you know, he had a few comments um, earlier in his career where he said he, he wasn't Australian, he was, a, he was a Greek and he was fighting out of America. And, you know, so I think it turned people off a little bit. But, you know, the good thing about um, Australian boxing is they're very forgiving and uh, forgiving his comments. And I think, you know, his last performance was fantastic, you know, beating T. Female Lopez for the, uh, you know, what people say is the undisputed lightweight championship. But, uh, you know, that's, it could be, it's questionable, you know what I mean? But he, he's definitely the, the holder of the majority of the belts. And I feel that, um, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's going to get his opportunity once he um, steps in against Devin Haney to finally, you know, um, just rule out who is the, who is the current under, undisputed lineal world champion, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's a, there's a lot of talk going on that um, Devin Haney's the current WBC title holder. So... You just you just got to wait and see. I guess we'll see if Devin um, puts on a good performance tonight, and him and George can do the fight. George is saying that he wants to do it in Australia with eighty thousand people in the crowd. I'm not sure if they'll get eighty thousand, but they might get a decent crowd there, and um, you know, it'd be a decent scrap. You, you can't pick against George anymore. You know, after what George did last week, mm. you know, it's just he's it's very boss. hard to pick against him. He, yeah, he's very comfortable. He's very confident, and he's uh, he's pumped. He's, he's pumped at the moment. Billy, stay with you. If I can just ask you in, in sort of layman's terms, for a lot of our listeners out there, they may be a little bit confused about you hear the WBO, the IBF, the WBC. Uh, it goes on. And, and it, for, for a non-boxing uh, um, aficionado, or um, it can be confusing. When we say that George Cambosis Jr. Has, has won all the belts, well... He won the WBC, but that's a franchise belt. And then the fight that's on in Vegas shortly, I believe, that's the other WBC belt. Can you just explain the difference there? Okay. So, look, WBC franchise title is not recognised from all the other sanctioning bodies. So the IBF, the WBO and the WBA do not recognise this WBC franchise title as a world title. It's It's just a belt that's been given to them. But, look, 
the real WBC champion is Devin Haney. Right. You know, even though a lot of people want to say that it was given to him by via email, whatever way it was given to him, listen, <laughs> he's proven himself. He stepped in against Linares, who's a genuine contender, a tough man, and he won a good decision against him. Now he gets his opportunity to solidify that in facing Jojo Diaz. So if he beats Jojo Diaz today, people can't take that away from him. He's the current WBC world champion. And obviously him and George are going to get together and work out who the real champion is. That's exactly how it needs to be. Mm. Just rule out all these other Mickey, Mickey Mouse titles and, uh, and, you know, and have a genuine big super fight between Devin Haney and George Cambosis. And the winner is the winner. That's it. The winner of that fight will be the winner of all of them belts and will be recognized as the lineal, undisputed, uh, lightweight champion. That's it. So, Mark, if, okay, and that's that's well explained too. So he is George Cambosis Jr. is the undisputed lightweight champion, but he's not he's not the absolutely, lineal. Absolutely, absolutely, and I disagree with Billy, and I love him. I did his last amateur show at Tattersalls, but I disagree strongly. I, I believe in one belt. To tell you the truth, I've told you before, the, the Ring Magazine, uh, and respectfully to the former two-time champion on the line there, but he's got a franchise belt, and he got that because he beat Teofimo Lopez. And Lopez beat the man who was Lomachenko. Mm. And I think he is the undisputed. And he has got three belts. And he has got the Ring Magazine belt. So I agree to disagree respectfully with one of my favourite Australian sportsmen, Billy Dick. Billy, Devin Haney takes on <laughs> Diaz today, right? Now, Devin Haney's taking... Yeah. Devin Haney takes on Diaz. So does he need to beat Diaz then to, to earn the right to, to take on Cambosis? That's correct. The winner of today's belt will, will probably next likely face George Kambosis in a WBC, IBF, WBA, WBO, uh, Ring Magazine, Undisputed Championship. You know, Mark's saying that he recognizes George. Okay, I, I give George his pops, mate. George is a champ. You know, what he did was amazing. And you know what? Um, people were saying, a lot of people were saying that Tifema wasn't the Undisputed Champion. So I'm not sure. How you work that out, you know, like a lot of people mm. have been trolling. We're actually trolling Tiafimo saying, you know, it's disrespectful that you get up on a stage and act like you're an undisputed champion alongside um, Canelo. But when they announced the undisputed champions for the last, I don't know how long, they said there was only six of them and, and Tiafimo wasn't one of them. So, mm. I, look, boxing is a very confusing sport when it comes to all these belts, but even the WBA... The WBA currently has Javante Davis as a champion as, alongside George Cambosis. So who's the real WBA champion? Is mm. it George Cambosis or is it Javante Davis? Oh, well, I want, I, want to, I want to get this out of the way, and I want it done. I want it black and white. I want us all to be able to say, George Cambosis, you are without doubt the undisputed lightweight champion of the world across all divisions. So let's make that happen. Um, but the division itself, Billy, how's it looking now with George sitting at the top of the tree? It looks great. I mean, it's a, it's a stacked division. There's some really big fights there. You've got Javante Davis. You've got Ryan Garcia. You've still got Tiafimo Lopez there. You've got to give him credit for that. You've got, um, uh, you know, you've you got, um, uh, obviously, George is there. So, Devin Haney, uh, Jojo Diaz. It's a stacked division. Yeah, it's amazing. And when, when George is saying that, you know, he'd like to pack out Stadium Australia or a core stadium, as it's called, 80,000 people, that... It might be a little bit un- unrealistic. I also heard uh, perhaps a fight at Parramatta Stadium. That sounds a bit more boutique, a bit more realistic to me. Probably, but look, you know, the, uh, the greatest fight the greatest fight that's come onto Australian shore is uh, Manny Pacquiao. 
And Manny Pacquiao and Jeff Horn mm. did 50,000. Well, yeah. Now, I don't know how they're going to get 80,000, but, I mean, you know, I wish George all the, all the very best. And, um, you know, if you can get 80,000 in the crowd, that, that'd be amazing. You know, but mm. obviously when, when uh, after Jeff Horn fought Manny Pacquiao, he couldn't even get another 10,000 in the crowd, you know, the, the, with I mean, by himself. But with Mundine, obviously, when you got a name like Mundine or mm. you got a name like Danny Green coming in, then obviously you can sell the numbers. But, you know, George is relatively unknown in Australia. You know, it's, uh, mm. his fan base is more American-based. So whether he can sell the numbers or not, I. but look, again, I wish him all the very best. It's amazing what he's done for Australian boxing. He's uh, given Australian boxing another breath, uh, breath, breath, uh, breath of fresh mm. air. He's given it a, you know, he's he's lit the uh, firecracker in everyone's bum. So you know, it's it's, an, it's a big, big, uh, big win for Australian boxing. Not just for him, it's for Australian boxing. Absolutely, Billy Dibbs on the line. Mark Warren from Rocked Podcast also. Mark, so this um, he now, you know, he's the big dog, George. He, he has the say, really. He's got the belts, and um, he wants to take on all comers. He, nothing is beyond him. Um, a really, really exciting time for, for boxing in this country. And you talk about him having a low profile and being well-known over there, but not so much here. Well, I get the feeling that's all about to change. Yeah, hopefully he does. Hopefully he does. Mm. He, he deserves the recognition. You know, after what he did last week, you know, you have to you have to stand up and recognise him. And if you're a hater, you're a hater. But, you know, either way, you've got to respect him. What he's done, what he's done is unbelievable. It's a tremendous victory. And you have to give the man credit. You know, he beat his he beat his, he bought, he beat his time. You know, for, like for years and years and years, he didn't even fight on TV. He fought on um, you know, uh, you know, in obscure venues, and finally worked himself into a position now to, you know, fight Cefema, and he did the job. You know, no one no one picked him to win that fight. Not look, I was hopeful that he would do it, but I didn't think he would. Mm. And look, he did it, mate. So you got to give the kid credit. Yeah. Mark, Tim Zoo, he's attracted many, many headlines, hasn't he, in recent weeks and months? And he's been, I guess, the golden boy. But uh, Cambosis, uh, we're going to be learning a lot more about him in, in the months to come. Billy just made some beautiful points. Um, and he did mention the tank, Javonta Davis, a giant killer. Um, he did mention Tiafimo still there. And he did mention Devin Haney. Absolutely. But I keep going back. I simplify the alphabet soup by saying, if you've got the Ring Magazine title, then you're entitled to say, I've got the lot. And for me, he has. But I'll tell you about, and also in regards to his profile, don't worry about Australian profile because I'm watching the zone right now, as Billy probably is. And George Ferocious Cambosis is front and centre on a, on an expert panel with none other than Showtime Sean Porter. Mm. So don't worry about that. Eddie Hearn has propelled Cambosis Jr. He's gone Mr. Worldwide. He is a big, big fish, whether Australia uh, recognise as abundantly as they should or not. Mm. Billy, you're, you're not done yet, mate, are you? Um, and some people are saying you're retired. You're not retired. You've got a big fight coming up, haven't you? Uh, tell us more about that. Yeah, so look, I'm, I'm set to face um, uh, Jacob NG on March 19th at Jupiter's Casino in the Gold Coast. Um, obviously, uh, the uh, the rankings show that Jacob NG is currently rated number four in the world with the WBO at lightweight, and he's currently rated number eight in the world with the IBF at lightweight. So mm. obviously, you know, a, a win over um, uh, Jacob NG for me presents another big opportunity, and that big opportunity is obviously, you know, a major showdown with George Cambosis in Australia. So, you know, I um, I've spoken to George about it. We had a laugh about it, and um, uh, you know, obviously, um, when George was off. To America, I said to him, "You do the job mm. against T. Fema. I'll do the job against um, uh, Jacob Benjamin. If 
you know, if uh, if God wills, maybe me and you can have a major showdown in Australia. And he agreed to do it. But um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of things on the platter for him now. You know, obviously, there's a lot of big fights for him. But in regards to doing an all-Australian battle, a fight between me and George Cambosis is something that I think Australian boxing would love. Poor. Well, geez, wouldn't that be nice? Fellas, we... What's your uh, thoughts, Mark? Hey, Mark would love that. Well, Mark, 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 Mark wants to be the ring announcer if he can. Or comms. Well, if the price if the price is right, I've done it for <laughs> Billy the Kid. We've we've toured Japan and we, we came back without the victory that we wanted on that night. But we've been together. We we get into the trenches together. But I I I love Billy the Kid. I if that's the way he wants to ride out into the sunset, then that be the case. He knows I'll always have him in my heart. But um, yeah, he knows it would be some sort of mission. However, the business side of things is. Cambosis Jr., I'm pretty sure, will look for a, I've got to say this respectfully with Billy there on the line, a, a keep active fight before his next, given the current climate travels and so forth that are still in place. Mm. Would that be right, Bill? Yeah, I definitely feel that way, but uh, but that that um uh, that won't be against me. No. Yeah, I mean, obviously, George will look to get, get him back in the ring by, I would say, Maybe you know March, April next year. So you know, obviously, um, uh, with me fighting Jacob and Jim March nineteenth, that's that's definitely not going to be me. You know I mean, and I'm who, no, who might it be, Billy? Who might it be? Who might it be ahead of a fight with Haney? In, uh, okay, this is only my opinion, and obviously, you know, uh, when you're a champion and you when you when you win the world title and you, and you, they the sanctioning bodies allow you to make a voluntary defense, and if the zone is coming to Australia, which is what's been said and Eddie Hearn's going to come to Australia, then I believe, this is only my thoughts, that that George Cambosis' next opponent will be uh, Brock Jarvis. That's what I believe. Wow. I believe Brock Jarvis is rated in the top 15 in the world with the IBF, and in order to get an opportunity at the title, you need to be rated in the top 15. So I feel that George Cambosis' next opponent on Australian soil will definitely be uh, Brock Jarvis. That's just my opinion. That's me looking in from the outside, and I, you know, I've heard rumours about it. And obviously, it makes sense because the zone's coming into Australia, and then you know, and it's mm. a big fight on Australian soil. But you know, mm. whether whether Brock um, pre- presents any um, challenge, that's another story. You know, what I mean, but uh, we'll just see what happens. Wouldn't we like to see that, fellas? We've run out of time. I appreciate the chat, Billy Dib, as always. Thanks for joining in, Mark Warren from Rocked Podcast. This is rocked. Lovely stuff. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, we'll talk again mate. soon. Appreciate it. No worries, mate. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. There they are. All right, we'll take a break. Back with more.